Hi guys and welcome to today's blog. On today's episode, I want to come in and talk about hiring your own workers versus going with an agency and sort of my own personal story, the choice I made and why I made that choice. I'm lucky that I had people who have gone through this before or people that work through agencies or private passport workers who could sort of help me along, but not everyone has this. So I sort of wanted to come in and share my story to try and at least help one person going through the same process as me. So I'm super thankful every day that I got passport funding when I got it. I'm super thankful as well for the people in my life who have helped me sort of weigh out the pros and cons of each decision, whether to go with an agency or hire privately. And I'm super thankful for the people in my life who are willing to be my private workers. It definitely means a lot to me. I'm thankful every day for it. And why I'm doing this episode is because I realize that not everybody has that. Not everybody has people to help them through the process, to weigh out the pros and cons. Not everybody has people willing to be workers that they already know. So I kind of sort of want to share my own personal story to maybe help other people going through this process figure out Do I want to go with an agency? Do I want to hire my own? Or do I want to do a little bit of both? And I'm not an expert in this field at all. Definitely consult with somebody like a passport coordinator or somebody with DSO. I I really am just a person still trying to figure out this whole process, going through it, experiencing it. So I don't know all the ins and outs, but I do know what's working for my personal situation and sort of how I'm doing things. Okay, so I got approved for my passport funding super quickly. So I had the whole amount that I got approved for to use up from January until March 31st, which is basically... And I don't fully understand how this process works, but basically March 31st is the end of the budget year, and then April 1st it gets renewed. I have no idea why it's not January. I don't understand it. I'm not claiming to understand that part. If somebody understands it better, honestly, please feel free to 150% explain it to me, because I'm absolutely lost. 25.3%. Okay, so I had that money to use up, and it was quite a lot. So before I had even gotten approved for passport funding, I knew that I did want to hire my own uh, personal private workers instead of going through an agency because financially you save a lot of money. When you hire your own workers, you make up together with them, at least that's what I did, your hourly rate your mileage rate, and stuff like that. When you go through an agency, that stuff is all preset. And basically, from my understanding how an agency works, 
and again, I'm not an expert in this at all, you pay for the worker's hourly wage out of your passport funding, but then you also pay for the worker to get trained and screened and stuff like that. So say, for example, just to make this easy on math, your worker gets paid $20 an hour. In reality, you're actually paying $40. 20 goes to the worker, and then the other 20 goes to the agency. Now, again, I'm not an expert on this. Amounts could be different. That's just how I understand it. So the agency keeps half of the money and gives the worker half. So with that, I'd honestly recommend talking to your agencies and sort of figuring out what the other half pays for and if that's something that you want to do. Um, so basically then what has to happen is if you hire your own workers, and again, I don't fully understand this, um, there is information on DSO's website that I'd recommend checking out because, again, I'm not an expert in this. So please, please, please talk to somebody who is. If you hire your own workers, you either have to hire them contract or full-time. And if you do full-time, you have to give them benefits and sick pay leave and all that stuff. So I chose to hire my own as contract workers. And it's a decision that we all talked about. We were all agreeing upon that that would work. It might not work for every situation, for every person. So again, talk to people who are professionals in this field and sort of make your own informed decision based on sort of my own personal story, but more so on what they're telling you and what you personally want to do. I just want you guys to use this as a guide, and I'm going to keep saying that throughout this whole story. So back to the thing with the agency. Only one agency that's local to me actually breaks down the cost of what the $40 an hour goes towards. And I'm not even eligible for that agency because I'm not in their jurisdiction. I'm one county over. But only one agency breaks it down as to this is what the $20 that we keep goes to. And I definitely think that's something all agencies should do because not everybody, you know, knows that. I didn't know what the 40 or what the other $20 went to, we'll say, keeping our example of 40, until I looked at that agency's website and said, okay, so this is what it goes to. And when I made the decision that I made to use up some of my passport funding for this year to go with an agency for a month, I did ask, is this what my money that I'm giving you guys that you aren't giving the worker goes to? Does this money go to you guys? Like, does it go for this, this, and this? And they had said yes. And that was basically it. So 
just be informed as to what the other $20 or the other whatever it is, could be $15, 20 whatever it is, goes to. And if you're thinking of going with an agency and you have the funding, just make sure, I guess, that you agree with what it's going towards because there's not every, not everyone, not every person would agree that they have to cover the workers' training. So, basically, from this really disorganized story, I decided to go with an agency for a month to use up some of my funding because it was an insane amount of funding to use up in a month. Well, from basically the end of January to the end of March. So basically two months. February only had 29 days, so February was short. So two months. It was a lot of money to use up. And if you don't use it, you lose it. And again, I don't fully understand how that works, so please, please, please talk to somebody who works in that area who can explain it better to you. So I contacted four different, three different agencies. One of them got back to me very, very quickly, and we were able to set something up, and I was able to gain access to a passport worker to go do some things with, and you basically have a choice of what you do with a passport worker. It's not, at least with this agency you do, it's not like you have to do X, Y, and Z. So I chose to go to a barn and uh, go there. So I'm only staying with the agency for a month. And then after that, I'm going to have my own workers. And the reason is, is because you get a set amount a year of $5,000, and that has to last from April until March. So if you take, and I had help doing this because my math isn't great at all, and I'm actually reading this right now as I tell you guys, so if you hear a voiceover in the background, that's why. So if you take the 5000 and divide it into 12, you get 400 So you have 400 a month to do stuff with. And if you were to go through an agency, and I'm using $40 an hour again, say it's $40 an hour, plus, well, just for easier math, because I suck at math, we'll use 80 cents a kilometer. So if it's $40 an hour plus 80 cents a kilometer, again, the agency might keep half the kilometer rate. I don't know how that works um, for kilometer-wise. But that leaves you two hours. You're at at least $80 plus whatever your kilometer is. So it really doesn't give you a lot of money to do things with an agency, maybe once a month, because it's going to add up very quickly. And the workers do get paid, at least with the agency I'm going through, for some of their drive time as well in an hourly rate. Plus, when they're driving with you, they get the hourly rate as well. 
So that wasn't something I wanted to do when I have 5000 to go through for the whole year. It's something I personally don't agree with, and I'm not going to go into the details of why. It just isn't my thing, you know? If you need to do it or you choose to do it, you know, you do you. I'm not saying people are bad for doing going with agencies. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm not saying the agencies are bad. I just personally don't agree with the whole we keep half your money and it goes by really quickly. So I chose to hire my own workers. So basically what I'll be doing and when I'm using my um, funding on is um, I'm using my own workers for respite because I want to make this very clear. I really do. It's super important to me that this message right now comes out clear because I don't think that people in the developmental services field see it from this perspective. So I'm really hoping that if you're in this field, take two seconds, listen to this message, what I'm about to say, process it, and spread it because it's super important. Respite isn't just a break for the caregivers. It's also a break for the person supported. So respite is super important not only for my family to get, but it's also important for me to get. So I'm choosing to use my funding on respite and hire my own respite workers. And I'm on a wait list for a bunch of other services. So when I gain access to those other services, one of them being funded respite, I might choose to use my passport funding to hire my own contract workers for job coaching. Or I might choose to go with an agency then. I don't know. But right now, I'm choosing to hire my own private workers for respite and use the passport funding for that. So, also, too, I am was going to hire my own job coach and do that with it, but it's going to be really hard to stretch that funding for a month to pay for a job coach and pay for their mileage for transportation because it would be cheaper than where I live of taking public transportation to get to a town, actually to get to a place that's like a five, ten minute drive away from my house is like $60 in a taxi. So that's why I'm choosing to do with my funding what I'm choosing to do with it. But it wasn't an easy thing to figure out what I was going to do with my funding. It was actually really challenging because I wanted to do so much and I actually just sit down with one of my workers and we went through and sort of prioritized what I want and what really helped is when I realized that the job coaching program 
I'm waitlisted for is actually funded. I was told by numerous people that it wasn't and passport funding had to pay for that. But it is funded. You're just on a really long wait list. So sort of whatever comes first. If funded respite comes first, then my passport funding, I will consider and look into using it for job coaching. If job coaching comes first, then I'll use my passport funding for the respite still. So I'm using my funding based on what I need the most right now and based on what I want. So I need respite, but I also want it so I can gain more skills to be independent and to move out into eventually my goal is supported independent living, but that's another sort of later episode that I want to make where I talk about what I want to do, where I want to live. So I sort of want to just, before I end this, say that the decision that you make, you're not wrong for making the decision that you're making. I made the decision that I made because of my own personal beliefs and my own needs and wants. And you can make a decision based on your own personal beliefs, your needs, and your wants. And I really hope that this is helping at least one person sort of see that you can do both. You can go with an agency, but you can also hire your own workers. You're not locked into an agency. I thought you were, but you're not. So there's multiple things you can do. And you have to choose what's right for you and what's right for the person. If you're supporting someone who can't make the decision, what's right for them and what they would want. And sort of just make the decision and don't rush things. And if you have funding like I did that you need to use that, maybe try going with an agency because you might like it and might decide that trying to hire your own workers if you don't know people or if you don't want to do the whole contract worker thing and have that conversation with people that, like, you don't have benefits with me because not everyone's going to be okay with that, that you might want to go with an agency. Agencies and hiring, they are, like, hiring your own workers, they are definitely options and they are definitely options for different people i chose what i chose and i honestly encourage you to choose what you choose because there literally is an option out there for every single person and i definitely hope that this really messy story helped you find and figure out what option you want to do, and what option's best for you and your family. I just want to say thank you for everyone who's listened to these episodes. If you do have any questions, um, feel free to ask them somehow. If you're on the Anchor app, you can actually record a message to me, and I will definitely answer it. Again, I'm not an expert, so please do ask any sort of financial questions or questions about specific things with agencies or any of that stuff to 
your coordinators to the people who are higher up, who work in the field, who are experts in it. Please don't ask those to me. I will not be able to answer them. I will end up directing you to basically just telling you I can't answer. Please ask somebody who's in the profession. So definitely anything about my personal story that you guys want to know, like um, sort of what I did, how I found the people that I found. Again, I knew them, so it was easier. They're actually friends of mine that I've doubled on as support workers. Um, so basically, yeah, just, I hope that this helped you, and I'm sorry it's so messy. It was really hard to get all my thoughts together, and they kept on jumping around and switching around and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely talk to somebody who works in the field, and I hope that this has helped you. Thanks, guys, for listening to today's episode. Again, sorry it was so messy. If you guys have questions, feel free to ask, and I'll answer to the best of my abilities. If you guys have any requests for future episodes, again, feel free to ask, and I'll definitely consider and most likely end up making them. I'm planning on doing my whole journey through the whole passport system, the whole DSO system, all that stuff out. So that way there, if people need it, it can definitely help them out and sort of bridge the gap that I didn't have because I didn't have anything like this to help me. So that's why I'm doing that. Hopefully that this helps someone and they get shared and can help more people. Have an amazing day. You guys are all amazing. Bye guys. Just kidding. I forgot to give credit where credit's due. So the quote about respite not only being a break for the family, but the person supported, that goes to fathering autism. He said it in one of his videos. I loved it. I've been saying it ever since. Go watch his videos. They're amazing people. They're amazing bloggers. He does amazing videos. His family has actually inspired me to start this podcast. So watch them out. Love them. Enjoy them. Bye, guys.